Hi friends, you're listening to Created Podcast, and we're your hosts, Amanda, Taffy, and Emily. Every week, we will take a deep dive into the topic of worth and identity, and how by discovering more of who God is, we can discover more of who we are created to be. No matter if you're a lifelong Christ follower, new to the faith, exploring, or skeptical, our hope as we tackle discussions around this topic is that you will find we are all not too different in our struggles. We believe there is hope, clarity, and confidence in understanding our worth and identity. Hello, Created Family, and welcome to another episode. We so enjoyed our motherhood series that we just finished and have just gotten the sweetest feedback from it and had so much fun recording it. So we hope that you guys enjoyed it as well. Interviewing people has been one of our greatest joys. So thank you guys for listening. And if you haven't yet, there were so many sweet stories of just women and moms just navigating what it looks like um, to be a mom and to be seeking motherhood. And um, so if you haven't listened to those, go back and listen. We are actually going to go back to kind of the interviews we were doing before of our team. We interviewed... um, the hosts of the podcast, me, myself, me, myself, Emily, Amanda, and Taffy. And we um, have talked about her and she's been on before, but the fourth member of our team, Sarah, um, we have the privilege of interviewing today. And if you don't know, Sarah manages all of our social media. She keeps us on track. She has been just a huge blessing to our team and we could not do this without her. So we are so excited to have you with us today on the air, Sarah. (laughs) Yes. And the last time I think that you were on, your sister was on with us. Yes. Grace was with her too. Yeah. 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 So we have her back, have her back again, which we are so excited about. Um, So we are just going to hit the ground running here again with our classic question, Sarah, to you. But actually, first of all, we were talking about this before. And I'm going to start off with a funny one instead. So I'm kind of going off script here. (laughs) But okay, so um, Amanda wrote this for you, Sarah. And I don't even know what this is. I know people out there know what this is. So but would you prefer a fried pickle or a fried or fried chicken? And why did Amanda give you that question, Sarah? I don't know, <laughs> but you can probably explain it to us. Which one of those would you choose? My well, my guess is probably because I'm from the South, <laughs> so okay, there you go. All the Southern food, home cooking. Um, but I okay, actually, I would prefer fried chicken over fried pickle because okay. I just love chicken. Like I'm just I'm a meat gal. Love all the meats. Love it. But I do love a good fried pickle, and it has to be the right one, though. So I've tried many okay. different kinds. I don't know if anybody else can relate, but a lot of time, obviously, if you're going to, like, fry a pickle, it gets it can get really soggy, and so it's just kind of nasty. So, like, when you bite into it, it's kind of, like, soft. Like, you don't want the soft. You don't want the sog. Like, that's just a no-go. But I recently found there's a place here that I recently have had their fried pickles, and they're thin, crispy. You dip them in ranch. And they're okay. just phenomenal. So, so okay. Do love well, there we go. People. I so, had to ask that because go Taff. Yeah. I have a question, right? This pickle, is it yes. like a full pickle? Is it like a slice pickle? What is happening with it's this It's like pickle? sliced. 
so thinly, thinly sliced, sliced. so that there's oh. crisp. Uh, oh, I was yeah. totally picturing something totally yeah, different. Yeah, I was picturing a full okay, giant have you guys pickle. Really, never seen fried <laughs> no, pickles. I know. I'm like, like wow. Apparently not. You guys don't know what this is. <laughs> I well, and uh, why it was such a weird question. I thought everybody knew <laughs> fried pickles. Apparently, this is a very serious topic. It, it is a serious well, topic, and also, is it like a fried zucchini? Like, does it look like a zucchini fry kind of thing? Like small not like strips no. it's like in circles yeah, like in rounds yeah, you circles yeah. Like chip, yeah. Like so you turn it on its side and you cut it like that things. so there's little circles so it's like little chips oh my clearly I need to look this up alright <laughs> people are probably like wow these girls are maybe we can post a photo okay, <laughs> there we go. on our social media <laughs> this is what a fried pickle is <laughs> for all the un-southern cultured people around here clearly I need to uh go to the south and have a fried pickle because I'm sure we would love it. Okay, so anyways, I digress. Thank you, Sarah, for enlightening us. <laughs> what a fried- Me and Taffy now know another food we need to try. Okay, yeah, so now I, I am going to go about, back to... I don't to- know about trying. I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> come on, you got to try everything once, Taff. Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so our first question for you is how do you view yourself in this season and what is the Lord teaching you about your identity? Well, <laughs> that it is a major, it's a big question. I was thinking about this one a little bit and it may be more more of a simple answer, but I think like just within this season, I've found coming from, because backtracking a little bit, I haven't, I haven't been home yet a full year even, um, almost. But from living overseas for so long and doing all the things that I was doing daily and all the things I was involved in, um, I think coming from feeling like it was full force, like just working from like 100 all the time to kind of like it being more of a rest and slower season and transition for me. I have found that I like I've had my moments of just when I start questioning what am I doing and like or what am I not doing or starting to think through those things. And I think through that, the Lord really more has just reminded me that I guess like going back to approval of man is definitely something I do struggle with. And so always feeling like, okay, obviously, like the more I do or like what what I do, like finding worth and value within those things. And so I feel like the Lord reminding me your worth and your identity is not attached or tied to any of the things that you do or you can or abilities or whatever it is. But it's it's like you are my daughter. And so it sounds simple, but I really do like, I think the Lord just continues to just like always like very sweetly and gently. Um, and with a lot of patience, just being like, you just have like, remember who you are, like, remember who I said that you are. Um, and don't allow all the lies and all the things to kind of keep you in this circle of, Oh, well, I'm not doing as much as I no, I could or or I feel or whatever it is necessarily in this season or even sometimes like finding it's not that I've I don't question my purpose at all. I know my purpose, but sometimes I get in those like like sometimes I have those days where I'm like, oh, even like some of the purposeful things that I'm like, I know I w- I have done or was doing, it doesn't always feel like that. And so I think also just going to the Lord and just being like, 
like I know, like I know my purpose. And so it's like, okay, help me how to walk in that because it's going to look a bit different, you know, like in this season. And so I think just that reminder and again, a lot of patience. <laughs> like I'm grateful that the Lord is a patient God because I feel like he uses a lot of it on me. But anyways, hopefully that kind of answered that a little bit. <laughs> Sarah, I just have to say that I really, really loved kind of that last little bit. I mean, everything that you just said, but that last little bit I think was super significant in even though sometimes we may know our purpose, um, it still doesn't mean that we have to combat lies in different seasons of our life and knowing so much so, you know, even personally knowing you and personally knowing everything that you carried and everything that you went through and Um, how much you just constantly did on a day-to-day basis, it's so easy to compare what I was doing before. And now if I'm not doing that same, am I really serving my purpose? But our purpose looks so different in every season. And I just thought that that was such a good point that you brought up. It doesn't mean that it's really hard when it changes, but it doesn't mean that our purpose changes either. So I think that that was a really huge point. And that's the process, right? That's the process of walking and learning with mm-hmm. the Lord. So yeah, so big. I love that you kind of made that mm-hmm. um, like identification, you know, like, I don't know if that's the right word, but like that point. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so good. And yeah, I think most of the times in life, we just, we want this smooth little sailing um, life where everything is just like oh and the next thing and the next thing and actually we just realize that life just doesn't happen that way it's a series of lessons that we're learning from from the Lord so with that being said what are you questioning most in this season so with everything that you've been saying like what is the thing that you're questioning the most yeah so I think it does kind of I mean it is it may be a little bit of a repeat, but I think like, like thinking through it, it's just not what, what I'm questioning is not my purpose, but how to use it well. And so I think really just spending time and praying with the Lord and being like, okay, I know what my purpose is. Um, but I really, in this season too, want to use it the best that I can. And I know that that's going to look very different. And so just really seeking out okay, what, what does that look like? Like, what are those differences? And like, what are the things that I can be doing, um, intentionally to continue to walk out in that purpose? Um, and it just not look like what I may think it will and that being okay. So, and, and what are some of those things that, that look different in this season? If you could give us examples, if you're okay with it, because one of the things like, like your heart for discipleship, what does that look like Yeah, in, in the, in the pathway of it looking different. Yeah. So I think, and I mean, I'm still praying about this too, um, for sure, just mm-hmm. in what like the Lord blessed me with a really incredible job at the moment. Um, and so like even just different interactions that I've gotten to meet a lot of new people over the last um, few weeks. And I think even that and doing life with them um, and what that looks like. And also again, like spending more time with like my sister and, um, really just praying and I don't know if the right word is saying strategizing with the Lord, <laughs> but I think like even just like really praying like for young people. Cause I think I also, I did a lot more face to face with young people more so on a daily basis, um, than I am now. And so it's just like, okay, Lord, what are the people that you have put in my life? How do I disciple well in with though with my friends and with my family and just with like different people that I am able to come in contact with 
um, and knowing that that's also as of also as of most importance. And so, yeah, and then of course, whatever young person that's coming my way, I just get super stoked because I'm like, yeah, let's do this thing. So, and I think that that's a good a good answer and a good way to describe just the transition for you guys. Like all three of you have had very similar experiences when it comes to discipleship. You've gone to you've gone somewhere and you have committed your life to mission work and gone there more with that mindset. And I think when you go somewhere with that mindset, you are very much focused on a day-to-day of these are my tasks. These are my things. I mean, obviously each of you did different things while you guys were in Australia, but you go there with a very mission-focused mindset. And I know hearing your hearts too, it doesn't mean that that's been easy or doesn't mean that the whole time you're just like, yay, Jesus, this is so fun and I just love missions. But also that's how the Lord grows us. But I think from my perspective of seeing what you guys do and just what the Lord has taught me and like the staying behind and not going and then being more now where you are at, Sarah, with just being like home and figuring out what does it look like to disciple I think the sweet thing of the Lord and like I know we've talked about this before, but just that like discipleship is a part of living like Jesus. And so figuring out like what does discipleship look like on a daily basis, like wherever I'm at. And that was huge for me. I think I was when Amanda left, I was really like, oh, no, am I not like doing this right or should I be going like far away and being a missionary, you know, in another country. And I think that that was something the Lord really worked on in me is, you know, you have a discipleship and a mission here where I have you. And I think it's a sweet thing to see like the Lord's impact. And I know that he is using you in your own home, in your own community now as like a disciple, as a mission in a sense of like we are all on the mission field in our daily lives and I think that that is a sweetness of the Lord and where he takes people to other countries and why some people stay where they are and I think that for you to have both experiences now is such a sweet gift like just like Taff and Man too like you guys have both experiences to see like there's need in another country and there's just as much need where I am now And I think it's a sweet spot to be with the Lord where you're like, because this is just where I felt like I was at that time in my life. Like, okay, Lord, if you have me here, who are my people that you want me to reach out to? Bring people to me that you want me to show your love to and pour into. And I think it's like, while it is a season of transition for you and figuring that out, I think that I'm excited to see all the, all the things that God is going to, and people that God is going to bring you because you are gifted at that and you do love people well. So, and kind yeah. of bouncing off that, this is going to be a um, a left field question a little bit for you. It's not one that we wrote down. <laughs> I just, I know that you had so much transformation while you were in Australia. And although you did know the Lord beforehand, your relationship with the Lord really changed in a radical way and your understanding and identity of who you are really changed while you were away. And sometimes that can be really hard when you come back into like step back. So 
sometimes we feel like it's stepping like back into an old place, but you're a new person. So just kind of that journey of how the Lord has really shifted your identity and now you are coming back and it's okay to be a new version kind of of yourself. But that also can be really hard because other people haven't gone on that journey. And, you know, like, and it's like, I know that was hard for Emily and I to, <laughs> to even kind of navigate some of those things. I just felt like I had changed so much, but not my, my family didn't come on that change necessarily with me either, you know? Yeah. It's been, it has been hard. Like it has, there's been a lot of challenges for sure. Just because again, it is challenging when, so you leave, you leave from a place and you, there are, I mean, for me, at least before I had gone overseas, there were a lot of lies that I believed about myself and just my life. And a lot of those things that I kind of just, there was a lot of like hope that I didn't have for a lot of things because I had seen just there's just been a lot that like I had witnessed and had gone through in different moments and different seasons of my life and so I kind of just was like oh well like this is how it's going to be um, and kind of accepted a lot of the lies um, from the enemy and so then going and like the Lord really just rebuilding breaking all of that down and rebuilding um, and constructing anew <laughs> Um, and then now being able to fully walk in, yeah, that confidence and just knowing who he is. And honestly, like just that, like I did have a relationship with the Lord before I went, um, and it was a personal relationship, but I really do think like there was a point, um, while I was away that I really was like, man, like I didn't know I could have like this level of intimacy with God. And so I think like, experiencing that it's kind of for me at least I'm like like I don't like I mean again I don't want to say that because life isn't perfect and things still happen and I still go through stuff and there's struggles and challenges and stuff but it's kind of like man like I I don't know how to like do life without God and it is so much of like I feel like we're we're just little besties like like I, I talked to him about everything like we and it, I don't know it's just kind of funny and so I think like as I would just talk to like my friend or dad or like whatever it is it's like that's the relationship I have with him and so I talked to him through a lot of that stuff whereas before it he felt it was like I had a personal relationship but it was more of a distant and so I think going through that um and now having such a love like level of intimacy with the Lord now um, and what our relationship looks like, it is, it, yeah, it's different coming back to the same kind of like, I mean, same hometown. And like, even a lot of like people that I, I mean, I left when I had just graduated high school. So a lot of those people have moved on and gone as well. So like, even just environment is very different. Um, and again, society, and I think like just learning a lot the things I learned overseas and the things I was challenged in and just having community and family over there, like really praying for that here as well. Um, and the Lord has been so sweet and really so like he totally is slowly building that up, um, which I'm super grateful for, but it has been a challenge to like, I do have to fight. It's interesting how some of the old lies and some of the old things that you knew before they creep in and you're like, I haven't even thought about that since like high school it's like why is this even coming up like it's just so annoying it's like uh no so you just flick it away because it's just it's flickable at this point you know what I mean and so I'm just like 
Yeah, we're not going to entertain that at all. Um, So, and I think, so having that confidence now knowing like, oh, wow, this is something that actually used to really trip me up. And like, I used to be like, oh, wow, like this really had impact and effect on me to such a greater extent where now I'm like, "Uh, heck no, that's not true. Like, get out of here. And so, but then how do you turn and walk in, you know, what, what you do know of the Lord and what you read and, you know, in knowing truth. I don't know if that kind of answered your question, but that's kind of a, a like a smaller version, I feel like, of that. You did such a good job of answering my question, and I'm so sorry <laughs> about the fumbling that it came out. My sweet Eli <laughs> just really decided to make an appearance. Oh, so, good. but yes, that really did. I think it's just just one of the things that you, you said when you were finished, well, not finishing, but I think really wrapped up the whole experience was that um, how you have found such a sweetness with the Lord and knowing him in a deeper way. And it's today I was like driving from the airport and I was just listening to a podcast. But in that moment, um, they were talking about something like a difficult transition in life. And one of the things that they said was that the difficulty of the transition and even in our walk with God, it's still going to happen. But but the difference of that is that it always takes us deeper into mm-hmm. a sweeter relationship with the Lord. And if we were to take away those moments, we wouldn't know the Lord in the way that we know him with that. And, and the thing is that actually sometimes we cheat ourselves from the sweetness of who God is because we just want the prize at the end. We just want the smooth sailing yeah. life. But actually the sweetness that we get from the moment, from that, from that transition, from that wrestling with the things that are uncomfortable, that is the prize. You know, not not being at the end of it and going, oh, my goodness, everything is sorted. I know what I'm doing with my with, with my life and I've got the best, um, you know, I've got friends everywhere and, you know, life is just great. But actually, that's not the price. The price is the intimacy with the Lord. Yeah. The price is the depth of, of knowing him in that deeper way that actually all these other things that get added are nothing in comparison to the goodness of who he is. So it's just so good um, you sharing that. And, and it also just makes me think of just one of our friends, Kelsey, who was on the podcast and in a season of waiting and also going through um, this period of time. But she kept on coming back to the intimacy of the Lord. And I, and I just really hope that this encourages people that actually let's not skip through the tough times. Let's not skip through the moments when we don't understand what is going on in our lives, when we don't understand what the Lord is doing, but actually we hold on to his promises and we go deeper and we press in and we find that sweetness with him. And that is the price. That is the ultimate goal. And it only gets better um, in each passing yeah. moment and it only gets better with him. And yeah. Yeah. And I think I might just add one more thing that also just quickly Mm. came to my mind just with that is like also learning how I think even when I was like talking about even some of the same lies and some of the same like patterns and things that like you that can come into your mind where you're like, wow, I haven't thought about that in ages. But like just how the enemy really does want to tell you all those lies and stuff. But I think a big thing, too, that I learned is like how to fight. And so I think like and again, I'm going to plug the Bible, <laughs> Bible plug, but like how to fight 
like read your word. Like I'm just in like seriously though, because it's like reading your word, knowing the truth, knowing like, no, that's not, you know, true. That's not what God has said I am. That's not who he is. That's not, that does not come from him. And I think like you have to continue to like remind yourself. And so I learned really how to read my Bible in a completely different way. And so I think also having that tool and taking it now with me and being like, okay, so now when I face, you know, an insecurity or something that comes up, I do really flick it away because it's like, hey, I know that's not true. And it's because my Bible says, (laughs) but like, yeah, anyway, so learning how to fight and fight well, but with the Lord um, against those things has been really key. I love that you added that. I'm actually listening to like an apologetic mom podcast and um, they really talk about how the importance it's like you wouldn't give your child or like your son like a pocket knife and not teach them how to use it. And we often are like, here's the armor of God. And it's like, put on your like your armor, but we're not actually teaching like our children. How do you wield it? How do you fight with it? How do you do all those things? And I think that aspect of learning how to fight with the truth, with scripture, with actually the power that the Holy Spirit dwells inside of us. What does that mean? You know, and um, I think that's just such a pivotal thing that you brought up because I oftentimes, and I think commonly within the Christian realm, we have knowledge, but it's the application. It's the learning how to actually use the gifts of the spirit, like actually learning how to, like you said, like the Bible. I love that. But so many people just read it and don't know how to apply it to our, like our lives for transformation. And that is so, so huge. I think along those lines too, and this is something that the Lord has been reminding me of a lot lately is reading your Bible is one thing, but memorizing scripture is what, that is what we cling to. And that's what comes to our minds when we are in a battle, when we are facing the lies from the enemy, that is when we can pull scripture from our mind, from our heads and put it into practice. That's how we put it into practice. We have to know the word. It has to be in, in our heads, in our like it has to be memorized. It has to be something stuck up there so that we can recall it, so that we can bring it out in times when we feel doubt, fear, shame, confusion, whatever it is. And if we don't have scripture memorized, we can know, oh, the Bible, I'm sure the Bible talks about this somewhere. But to be able to to actually speak the words of the Lord out loud to ourselves or in our heads in the moments that we feel all the things that you just described, Sarah, that is how we combat the enemy. That is how we combat those things practically in our lives is by speaking scripture over ourselves or to a friend or to a family member, somebody that's struggling. The word of God is living and active and God God says it's sharper than a two-edged sword. It is like the strongest thing that we can use to fight in this world. And I think just knowing, like reading, yes, we should be doing daily, but like I have felt convicted lately of just like memorizing new scripture and just the ways that God uses that in a powerful way in our lives when we do. So love it. Okay. Throwing a fun one at you now. 
go more lighthearted here again. Um, when was the last time you had a dance party? And who was it with if it was not solo? <laughs> if it good. Nice clarification if it was not solo. This one was not a solo one. Um, it was probably about, I, I want to say about two weeks ago when I went to I had a friend's wedding, actually. Definitely had a dance party for a, a few hours. <laughs> and it was just the most fun because I do love to dance. I do love music. Normally, it's, I mean, normally, I don't know, I have a lot of dance parties with my sister and stuff, too, but my last one was probably about two weeks ago, which is a bit of a long time, but <laughs> that's okay. Okay, so on that, you said you love music. How many Spotify playlists do you have? Okay, I have a little over 50. I kind of stopped counting when I hit wow. 50, and then I was like, wow, this is kind of a lot. A lot more than I <laughs> thought of or that I actually had. I knew I had a lot, but I didn't know I had that many. And I think it's just Do because, you make all of them? Huh? Have you made all of those, or do you follow other I think people's? there's like five that I haven't, but the other ones, yes. Wow. Yeah. That is impressive. You need, hey, you need a Holy soundtrack cow. for every moment of life. <laughs> That's just oh, it's yes, like I it's always it. different you know what I mean <laughs> so we can come to you if we have a specific need you can point us in the yes, right direction I'll be, I'll be your DJ <laughs> I'll make you a playlist I'll send it to you free of charge <laughs> perfect well I am not good at music so I am grateful that we have a music genius over here oh, for us <laughs> oh my goodness okay so kind of going back into a little bit into what we were talking about, but you said that you are, you are here now, you are figuring out kind of what you're doing and like where the Lord's taking you. What are some of the things that are inspiring you in this season? What direction kind of are you headed and what are some of the things the Lord has brought into your life that are just causing some inspiration? Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely still really seeking the Lord on this. Um, and I told, like, it was funny because I told the Lord, I was like, come near the end of the year too. Like, I really want to sit and revisit like, okay, what does 2024 look like? Like, what are some of those things? Um, like, what do you want to do? Like, how, what, what am I to do? Like, to continue just to build your kingdom and like, um, what is that that you have? And, and so I am currently, yeah, still praying into it and still chatting it through with the Lord in this, but I think I have been just challenged a lot in just contentment as well. Um, I think that's just been a big thing that I've been walking through and just being content in also where I am and just reminding and knowing like the Lord, I did have word of the Lord to be where I am. And I know that he has plans and purposes and I've already seen a lot of that um, through in different ways too, which I'm very I'm very grateful for. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just praying about it because I'm inspired by there's just different ideas and creative things. Like we've been able to be super creative um, in the last few months together. So I'm actually really excited because there's just different like business ideas and different like creative projects that I want to start um, just getting back to doing. And like I think just even being more inspired again with like writing because I, I do love to write. And so I think just those kinds of things and yeah, I think just the people around me as well. I've been very inspired by in just I have I have the privilege of being around a lot of like small business owners. Um, and so just hearing their stories and like just what they're doing and um, kind of like their 
leap of faith and just risk and a lot of unknown, but really just how they've trusted the Lord through it and just seeing what the Lord has done through them and with them. Um, I've just been really inspired by that too. And so, I don't know. I'm still praying through it. I don't have a solid like plan necessarily, but I feel like every day is exciting with the Lord. There's always something new and different. So we're stepping into it together one day at a time. That's so good. Um, Actually, about your writing, which um, I had forgotten about that, but I was uh, going through a magazine and um, on it, they were advertising this book. And it's a book by Sarah Morgan. And that is Sarah's name and surname. And it was called The Christmas Book Club. So it's an author called Sarah Morgan here in the UK. And she just released a new book. So I took a picture of it and I sent it to Sarah. And I was like, Sarah, have you just written a book and you haven't told me about it? <laughs> I was like, I thought not we were yet, friends. What is going on? <laughs> so basically, just, you know, just telling you what the future will look like. Um, there is a book Thanks. out there that has your name on it. So please, can you start writing your own books? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We should probably get Sarah into more than just writing our Instagram posts, too, because we could use her in maybe well, a blog way or something. Well, I mean, we have other stuff as well. I okay, know, I was going to say, well, <laughs> she is talking about something specific that we do have in the works. That we're not I know, I know. That. I just didn't know how much we wanted to give away of that, but I figured a blog post wouldn't be as, you know... <laughs> Well, oh, there's a hint for 2024, you know? Yes, <laughs> yeah. more to come on Easter that. <laughs> yes. Okay, so what is in that, what is the hardest thing that you are having to trust the Lord with right now? Well, <laughs> um, so I would say it's funny because I feel like I said a little bit earlier too, like I am just in that journey of like trusting the Lord for with contentment and like even being where I am and stuff too. Like there are harder days than others for sure. Um, but I think I've just been like finding deep rooted, like community, like that's just, it just takes time. And I think I know that. And I think for me, I'm very much someone that's like, okay, people like, let's get a move on. Like, let's start making things happen. And I'm very like, which again, that's why I say the Lord has a lot of patience for me. Um, cause I, yeah, that's something that I need to continue to be working on. But sometimes I get very impatient with things like that because I'm just kind of like it seemed even if I've experienced it before where it's like, oh, it seems so easy and like so quick or whatever. And it's like, oh, it should just be like this all the time. And so I think hardest like it's just trusting him that like there is that where I am. And so I think just continuing to pray for that and just seek that and even just like taking initiative and like going out and just continuing to just meet people and talk to people and um, just hear their stories and that kind of thing. And then it's a little bit of a side, <laughs> side one. But I think like even my like one of my biggest dreams is just to be a mom. And so I think like just in that see like in the season two of just being I'm like, oh, like I just I just want to be a mom. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, I just love that. And that's just also something that I'm really trusting the Lord for. But it's always it's not as easy sometimes to trust in that being fully transparent but <laughs> no I think that that's really honest Sarah and I think a lot of people relate to that as well and I think being in 
the place that you are and being able to admit that on a podcast platform and things like that is is something that a lot of people I'm sure are also dealing with and have desired and that's a natural desire from the Lord so those are good things to desire and the Lord knows our desires and I think just hearing everything that you've said today on the podcast and your heart for the Lord and just your relationship and just passion for living life for Jesus holding on to just those prayers and hopes and not giving up or being discouraged or thinking that you know oh maybe it just won't happen or maybe I won't find community maybe I won't be a mom those are all the lies you know that the enemy tries to get into our head and um so I think that those are sweet and vulnerable just feelings and I appreciate you sharing them would you just kind of on that I know that you have pursued and I think a lot of people have this question like how do I get community and I think that that's a really just people it's just hard sometimes like how do you find community so what are some of the ways that you have pursued and I know this is something that you're still walking through so obviously your answer is going to be different than like oh this is how I found (laughs) it but like what are some of the ways that you have just seen um just the start of that starting to happen yeah I think just I think honest just I think initiative is a big thing I think like not like just not sitting back and kind of being like, oh, everyone's falling into my lap. Like, (laughs) that's just not really how it works. Um, And so I think just like taking that and stepping out. And so just trying to step out and just, again, yeah, meet people. And also, I don't know, I'm really big on, I'm very passionate about relationships and just being vulnerable. And like, there is that aspect of vulnerability that you like to step into, Um, whether big, small, like whatever that looks like for some people, it's different. Um, But at the end of the day, there is, it is vulnerability. And so I think just being able to step into that and just kind of like, I don't know, like, again, relationships with anyone, like it's such a gift and it's so special there, but there is that level of risk every time because, you know, like we are human and like, you know, like we're not perfect. And so like, there are times where you might be hurt. There are times where, you know, those things can happen, but also like community and just having a salt, like a community around you and people around you to continue to like, even going back, I know what we were talking about earlier, like even fight, like, yes, like you use the word of God and God, but also like having community and people around you that help you fight is so key and like that's because a lot of times too you can get so isolated and like in your head or like by yourself and like you also need those people to be like hey girl like what are you doing over there like I don't know if that's what you should be doing I don't know if that's what you should be believing and like sometimes it sounds silly but like I know I need that in my life um and I am so grateful that the Lord has blessed me with the people that he has put in my life um But yeah, I think it's just like that level of vulnerability and being willing to put down some walls to really just start conversation and relationship and it be raw and real and not, you know, like transactional. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think it's just, okay, we're, we're on this together. Like let's do life. Like, you know, and so I don't know, that's what I've been, (laughs) what I've been trying to do. No, that those are great examples. So thank you for sharing that. Okay, so I think, oh, man, 
Do you want to say Oh, something? I was just going to say, I think that's going to really help someone. And I even just like such a good reminder to me. I, my husband encouraged me. I like, we met a friend and I, I got her number in a parking lot, <laughs> you know, but it's just like, it does take that step of vulnerability. It takes the risk of like, hey, I may sound crazy to you, <laughs> but do you want to be mom friends or do you want to just be friends? You know, like, and I think that's so encouraging because sometimes I think we can get just stuck in ourselves, you know, like, oh, I don't have friends. I don't know what to do. No one's really around me. And it's like, well, you know, uh, the YWAM definitely creates an atmosphere where people are just there and <laughs> it's very quick and very easy to make deep friendships. Um, but it's the beauty of learning that vulnerability um, to just like allow yourself to say, hey, I really want to commit in this and stepping out in faith. So I just love, love that point and love your heart in that. And I think it'll be really helpful for people too. Yeah. You have left us with so many good nuggets, um, Sarah. And I, I know my heart is for community and my heart is for people to find community. So even as you are going through this journey and even as you're sharing those things, I know that there's so many people that are going to be blessed around you in because you've experienced authenticity within community and your heart's desire for that. And I know the season may not be um, the easiest of seasons, but in that, I know that there is going to be so much fruit and such an amazing harvest um, in what the Lord is just building out of you and what he's going to create for for your community and for communities around. And, and that's one of the reasons why we also started um, Created was that we wanted to inspire other women to start communities within their areas where they're supporting each other, where they're loving on each other. And yeah, as Amanda said, we just need to be reminded what it means to be vulnerable and step out of our comfort zones, say hi to someone and be like, hey, do you want to be friends? <laughs> um, but Sarah, I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming and being with us and being vulnerable with us, especially in this season. I know that sometimes we want to have the glory moments to be like, yep, this is the time for me to speak. But even <laughs> in the season that you're in, even in the season that you're in, you were like, yep, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this and share with the world, even if I haven't quite gotten to where my heart feels like I want to be. So, friend, we're so thankful. Thank you. Um, do you have any last parting words for our created community? I don't know if the parting words. I might actually put a book reference on our social oh, yes. media Go of like a help, helpful little like tool because there is a good book that I've been reading and I've been reading it so slow purposely because I don't want it to end it's one of those and so it's just like it's just all in the allness of the Lord and so I think I might just do because mm -hmm. it's just been very impactful for me in this season too so I might just put a little so good. another plug <laughs> just on social yes, media so we stay love tuned it. for the book <laughs> Well created family, thank you so much for joining us for another episode. And you know what? Be brave. Be brave this week. Go out there, say hi to someone. Or if you're not that brave, take a friend along with you and just be like, come on, let's go and make a new friend. Well, that's all from us. Have a great week, everybody. And we will see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to Created Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on. 
You can find us at created.podcast on Instagram and also on our website at youarecreated.com. Hope you join us next week, but until then, don't forget, you are created.